Welcome to the Contractor Success Map Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Hart, and I'm an expert on how you can get the most out of your contracting company. The reason I designed this show is to help you turn your contracting company from a people-dependent money pit into a process-dependent cash cow to have the freedom you dreamed of when you start your business. Every Friday, we're releasing podcasts with information to help you get the most out of your contracting company. Be sure to join us at www.contractorsuccessmap.com and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. This podcast is episode number 199, and it will be about contractors are self-motivated to be successful. Now, the article that this was podcast is based on, the article is written by Sherry DeHart, and I'm going to basically read her article, and the first person, as Sherry may have read it. So Sherry says that a person makes the decision to become a contractor. It's easy. Now you are the boss. No one can tell you what to do, how to do it, or when to do it. Yes, it's easy. It's morning. Are you ready? In Washington State, being a contractor is a fee-based event. If you're not choosing one of the mechanical trades, for example, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, or something of that nature, there are usually no additional tests or licensing required. Each state has different rules. Some states have a general contractor's test that confirms you have the most basic construction skills. Other states start the contractors out under a handyman license. Now, what are some of the things you thought about being when you grew up and, you, and got out on your own? From a small child, preschooler, then from grade school kid to the teenager to the adult. I suspect you and your friends never played contractor and customer. And yet life happened. Most people pick up a few, I'm going to call them handy skills, from living in a house, condo, or apartment. There are some simple common things that need to be fixed, starting with hanging pictures on the wall, now it's a TV. Add the surround sound, link your equipment together, buy furniture, tables, chairs, end tables, a bed, take down the box, and assemble. The word assemble is in almost every box. Add shelves, installing cabinets, changing light fixtures. Again, we see the word assemble. Go to the garage, add a few tools to, to, you know, uh, to work on the truck, get a lawnmower, edger, wheelbarrow, and suddenly you have grown your do-it-yourself skills. It actually happened over time, one task at a time. And whether it happened because most things that the landlord took too long to come fix, or it wasn't part of what the landlord did, moving into assembly furniture, or your own first home, current home, and you are, oops, the homeowner. If you want something done that you cannot do, you need to call a contractor, landscaper, pest control company, etc. So the range of skills you have continues to increase. You may find all things mechanical easy. Sherry's father would tell her stories about how as a small child she would help him work on his on the different cars. Her dad said Sherry got quite good at changing out carburetors Although she doesn't remember any of this. But it might explain how she can hear those funny noises that never seem to happen when I take the car to the mechanic. I guess he taught her 
uh, by ear to hear and the, the car was out of tune. Maybe too it would explain why she would rather shop for a good quality truck tire than to spend time at the makeup counter. Now her brother became a mechanic. He is the happiest when he's under the hood of a car. Could Sherry have been a mechanic? Yes, probably. Would Randall have supported it? Yes, he would. Absolutely. Then and now. She just never thought about it as an opportunity. You see, the opportunity of being a contractor is a gift. It doesn't matter if you're a one-person operation, kind of like we call them a one-man band, doing all the work and have, or having a larger business with subcontractors and or employees. There are many paths that lead a person to become a contractor. The most common path is trainee, to skilled employee, to trusted employee, to management, to co-owner, to owner. Perhaps at somewhere along the line, you embrace the opportunity to buy an existing business from someone else. Maybe you embrace the opportunity to be part of the owner of an existing business. Perhaps you embrace the opportunity, like a lot of contractors do, to start your business from scratch. And that, that works like a charm. Can't beat it. These things happen, okay? Um, we, Randall and I have been through the same, I'm sorry, Sherry and I have been through the same thing for years. And just as a quick segue, there are five secrets of successful construction companies that we've discovered the last four decades plus. Knowledge is power. Having access to the best available information is a vital aspect of almost any operation, but especially important in a competitive service industry. Now, the following are the top five secrets that we used in our construction company in the past that we see business owners doing now to keep them successful. Number one, they know what they want. They have a plan. Number two, they plan their daily work and they work their plan. Number three, very important, they get bread for the head. They feed their mind. One of the next most important things, which is real critical, no question about it, is they understand the concept of what we call leveling. So they spend time with supportive people and people like themselves. Um, and the contractor's round table, which is that round table with four pitchers of beer, has a tavern with three contractors, other contractors, who don't really know how to run a business, is probably not the most effective place you could be. And number five, it's about the accounting. Early to bed, early to rise, know your numbers, and advertise. So, the why you became a contractor is as varied as the number of contractors that exist. Perhaps your, your father or mother or both were contractors and you became a contractor as a matter of tradition or by default. There's a number of people who are career changers, who are thinking about career paths chosen and want to do something different. Perhaps you were an employee in a different industry. You lost your job and you needed to do something. This is very common. We see this in a lot of manufacturing areas that uh, people break out and become handymen and handy women. And a lot of those folks do very, very, very well. We know we have a number of clients who are handymen and handy women. You see, many contractors start out as being an employee or somebody else. Why? There's no risk as an employee. And it's a guaranteed paycheck. Usually, more reasonable hours as employees can go home based on time served. However, every contracted employee embraces any motivated, conscious, conscientious employee. Embracing the opportunity to be part of a business as a member of a management team. Embracing the opportunity to be part of a business as a skilled and trusted employee. Willing to complete 
the needed task without watching the clock every minute. These are skill sets that re contractors require. If you're an employee and you start out that way, chances are you're going to be very successful in construction. I'll give you a little insight. Of all the motivators for why people do things, money is number seven. So more money is only a short-term motivator. You will not motivate a long-term employee with itchy feet, a bad attitude, or poor skills. They will hide in the job, try to get fired, quit, skip on child support, and have a variety of reasons why they are doing poorly on the job before leaving. This happens all the time. So one of the things we, we do stress, um, probably because of our accountants, is again, early to bed, early to rise. Know your numbers and never ties. Be sure you take a peek at your profitability reports. We call them the five KPIs. Number one is cash on hand. Number two is accounts receivable. Cash coming in, accounts payable, cash going out, profit and loss. Are you making or losing money? And by the way, profit, cash is a fact, profit is an opinion, but you still need profit and loss reports. And a balance sheet, which is the three O's, what you own, assets, what you owe, liabilities. And when you subtract the liabilities from the assets, you get the third O, what's left over, or equity. Now, as a contractor, you have to be self-motivated to do the following. Get out of bed. Start your day. Do what it takes to bring in the call. Answer the call. Find and meet the customer. Bid the job. Win the job. Get the material. Coordinate the labor and subcontractors and permits and everything else. Get the job done. And when it's all over, get paid. You see, the problem is, as a contractor, as opposed to an employee, there is no one to tell you what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. Now, there aren't certain external forces that try to be helpful by the combination of nurture, nudge, and nag. And only if you embrace in the spirit which nurture, nudge, nag are intended, it is helpful. It'll benefit you and your company. But to me, those three things change and the dynamics change. Hard feelings happen. You're the contractor, you're under a lot of pressure, and perhaps your communication might be a little rough around the edges. I know I've been guilty of that. And everyone involved becomes a little frustrated or a lot frustrated and unhappy. Spouses want to be helpful. But after being zapped, trying something, and then getting rebuked, they stop. The contractor gets zapped all the time and productive stuff stops because as a contractor, guess what? You're going to get zapped continually by having to get out of bed, start your day, do what it takes to bring in the call, answer the call, find the customer. And yeah, a lot of customers are going to zap you. You're going to bid a lot of jobs, you're going to win a few of them. Material uh, getting to the job is always a problem. Coordinating the labor, getting the job done, and the least favorite is getting paid. You be careful because a lot of people out there have a champagne diet on a beer income. So just watch your P's and Q's or pints and quarts and make sure that you have your cash flow in place. I like to say get deposits in advance uh, because there's nothing like opium. I love opium. Other people's money. 
that's just a segue. Don't go out and do a bunch of projects on your credit card and your nickel and then find out when it's all done. The customer loves it. Unfortunately, you don't have any money, you can't pay for it. So can I pay you like, you know, $10 a week for the next 400 years? That can be a little tough. That's where contractors get zapped a lot. Now, an outside person, like a bookkeeping service, can ask for the same receipts, invoices, and etc. as a spouse can, but it comes across differently. It's because the personal stuff is not there. One of Sherry's earlier blogs, she talked about toothpaste caps and how the personal stuff carries her in the business and the business stuff carries back in your personal life. It's hard to turn off business when you walk to the front door of your home because as a small business owner and contractor, you're hardly ever off the clock. Enjoy the moments. You have to have self-motivation to be successful. The self-motivation may come from family, desire to provide for your family, or any number of places. After all, who can turn down the adorable eyes of your spouse, little kids, puppies, kittens, and the fun stuff you love to do? You know, as a matter of fact, Sherry is not a cat person, and neither am I. Yet at our office, she buys cat food in the 25-pound bag because we have a group of neighborhood cats who visit all day long on our covered deck because we have a what was at one time was a house and was converted to a commercial office about 40 years ago and it's got this huge uh, back deck I don't know it's it's probably 20 feet wide and 30 feet long and it's covered and several years ago this one kind of a large cat kind of a Garfield type cat um, came by and started you know meowing and wanting a little snack we didn't have anything so we got I forget what we got we got something and gave it to the, the cat and that was kind of a boo-boo because he came back the next day to her day since and made all kinds of racket until we went down and bought a little bit of cat food and he when that ran out he wanted more and then he invited his friends over so now we buy the cat food uh, 25 pound bags at a time and we feed the neighborhood cats who visit our deck and they're they're good they're good cats they don't cause any problems but the fact is they have expectations now and they will provide drama when they are not met when those expectations are not met but they cannot actually motivate me to buy cat food sit out of water and upgrade their cushions sherry says and this is true she controls what she does when and if she does it that does not stop the cats from banging in the door and singing loudly to get her attention when they feel they're being ignored. Um, we had no idea about this. We learned a lot about cats. They are not ignored. They will not be ignored. So kind of like cats and contracting are pretty similar because no one loves to do all the tasks that need to be done. Even if they did, the to-do list is never ending for a small business owner. The work is easier and more fun when you have the proper help with processes, systems, software, and the right people in place to do the things that others can do. Now, you as a contractor or business owner should consider delegating tasks, but for goodness sakes, don't abdicate responsibility. So keep control of your finances. Here's a simple cash management 101 tips that most people do not think about and I want to share with you here. Use processes to be efficient on your daily tasks. Use systems to keep your business on track. Use software to manage uh, the, your accounting. 
and add professionals as needed. Now I do want to put in a shameless plug that we would like to be one of those professionals in your busy life. And we do handle a, a bunch of uh, contractors, their, contra their accounting and bookkeeping uh, needs all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii. And we use what's called the desktop version of QuickBooks. It actually rests on a, uh, a web server, so you can access it from anywhere in the world. And it's the same QuickBooks that you have on the desktop. So we'd like to be of help if we can. So Sherry says that she looks forward to chatting with you. Enjoy your day every day. And Sherry signs off. And as I said, I'm, I'm reading this article that she wrote. And my name is Randall. Well, I hope this podcast is, helps you understand that outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services to us is about more than just doing the bookkeeping. It's about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company and helping support you as a contractor and as a person. We understand the good, the bad, and the ugly about owning and operating construction companies because we've had several of them. And we sincerely care about you and your construction company. That's all I have for now. Please be honor rating comment rating and commenting podcast on whatever medium you're listening to it on. It's our firm belief here at Fast Easy Accounting that contractors like you deserve to be wealthy because you bring value to other people's lives. And this is one more example of how Fast Easy Accounting is helping construction company owners just like you all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, put more money in the bank to operate and grow your construction company. Construction accounting is not rocket science. It's a lot harder than that and a lot more valuable to people like you. So please stop missing out. By the way, if you'd like to learn what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, please visit www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash CA. And I'm going to repeat that. That was a little too fast. Please visit www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash CA. And please feel free to call Sherry at 206-361-3950 or you can email her S-H-A-R-I-E at Fast Easy Accounting and schedule your no charge one hour consultation. Profit contractors and construction owners have known that the value outsourced bookkeeping services and contractor coaching services like ours for a very long time and now you know about it too. If you're thinking about outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services, you're invited to download a guide to find the right contractor bookkeeping service to fit your particular situation and you can do that at www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash hs well, thank you very much. hope you understand we really do care about you and all contractors, regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services. Bye for now. Until our next episode here on the Contractor Success Map Podcast, where we remove contractors' unique paperwork frustrations.
and stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process-dependent cash cow. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Contractor Success Map. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star rating and review here on iTunes, and make sure to head over to www.contractorsuccessmap.com to subscribe to receive the latest articles and special offers. If you'd like to discuss your business strategy, simply click on the button labeled Strategy Session. And the best part, it's all free, just for you.